Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we are celebrating the return of spring in the most colorful way possible, and that's with wildflowers. Yes. After a slow start, the wildflowers should finally be popping up around the Pacific Northwest, and there are few better places to see them than the Columbia River Gorge. Vicki, if you haven't been out there yet, that has to be at the top of your bucket list this year. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm just kicking myself because I remember when we were talking about wildflowers soon after I joined the podcast last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and see them. (laughs) And I really didn't. So you got to tell me the good spots. Where should I be going to? That's the thing that, that there are so many good places to see wildflowers in the gorge that you kind of have like that choice paralysis experience like where do I go I mean which hike to do and a lot of them can be really crowded especially if it's sunny and on a weekend and in the right season but what we want to do today is hone in on one area in particular a concentration of wildflower meadows that I've decided to call the wildflower corridor of the Columbia River Gorge aha okay you've coined it here we go um (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I remember last year, you know, we, we included Dog Mountain, which you have to go get a permit for, but I feel like Dog Mountain is one of those places that, you know, it's, it's really well known for being Mm -hmm. a great wildflower hike. Uh, is that part of this wildflower corridor that you're going to get into here? It, you know, it, the way I'm defining this corridor is as narrow as possible. So Dog Mountain is kind of off to the side um, a lot of places, a lot of places people usually know are kind of on the outskirts of this, but I've found there's this concentration of like six spots mm-hmm. in this, like one little stretch of river on either side in Oregon and in Washington. And it's, you know, these are all places people know about, right? I mean, there's no, I think, or very few spots in the gorge that have good wildflowers that are not popular already. So we're not blowing up any spots here. These spots have been blown. There's, <laughs> there's nothing... No, no surprises here, but um, by sort of picking this little concentration, I think the nice thing is if you go to one and it's say there's nowhere to park, um, you got to find the next spot. There's one right down the highway or there's one right across the river. 
So you've got all these little areas that you don't have to drive another 45 minutes to find one. You can just pop off to one of these. Um, and I think the nice thing too is that there's something for everybody in here. So if you're, you know, a novice hiker, you just want to like walk into wildflowers, you've got that. If you want to do like a, a more strenuous hike, there's a spot there for you. Or if you need like accessible paved trails, you can see wildflowers doing that as well with, you know, a wheelchair, with a baby stroller. Um, there's all kinds of ways to see it. And this one little corridor, you've got a little bit of everything. We love the variety. Um, so where exactly is this in the gorge? Okay. So if you go, you know, out of the sort of the main gorge, you get to Hood River and you keep going. Um, you get to the town of Mosier. And that's kind of where this corridor begins. It's this little stretch from basically Mosier to Rowena. So you're looking at between Hood River and the Dalles, right? And on the uh, Washington side of the river, that's basically between uh, White Salmon and Lyle. So it is just this little stretch of river, this little bend in the river. And um, there's something about this area that just really makes it particularly good for wildflowers. I don't know if it's, you know, you're kind of getting out of the sheer cliffs of this, the central part of the gorge and you're getting into sort of more of the open spaces. There's more sunlight. Um, obviously the soil is really good. Um, I'm not, I know I'm not a scientist. I do not know specifically what makes us good, but this is an area that seems to be particularly good. The, the flowers like it anyway, and that that's what's important. So I figured we could just, you know, go down these six spots real quick um, and take a look at what's out there. Absolutely. So are we starting in that first point that you mentioned, Mosier? Yeah, I think that's a good spot to do it. So if, again, so you're, say you're coming from Portland, you're getting on I-84 and you're heading east into the gorge. You go through all the stuff, past Multnomah Falls, um, past that whole water, waterfall corridor. You get to Hood River and you keep going. And not long after Hood River, you'll get to the town of Mosier, which is where you want to pull off the highway and find a spot to park um, just kind of off that main drag in Mosier. And you'll find a trailhead up to Mosier Plateau. So this is one of the newer hikes for, for wildflowers. And it also is one of my favorites because the views here are really spectacular. Mm. So the trail leads you up, um, just kind of up above the town a little bit. Uh, and you can kind of start to see the flowers here and there. It's sort of rocky, um, leads along this, this sort of stream where there's a little waterfall that cascades down. Um, and then eventually it kind of stair steps up to this plateau and once you get there in, this, in the right season, it just is bursting with color. Mm. And the plateau is right there over top of the river. So what you end up with are these beautiful views of wildflowers with the Columbia River just behind it. Uh, and you can kind of see a nice bend in the river there. It's a perfect spot to take, you know, portraits if you want that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, or just to get really beautiful pictures of like just the scenery. I can like picture that in my head right now. What <laughs> do you know exactly what wildflowers are growing there? So yeah, the mostly what you're going to see is balsam root flowers. Those are the yellow ones that okay. are kind of everywhere. That's like the bulk of it. Um, you'll see some lupins for sure. Sort of the tall purple guys. Um, you might see some red paintbrush flowers. Those are out there. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I, I know again, not a scientist, yep. do not know all the flowers, but there's a lot of little white ones and little pink ones, um, just all kinds of stuff. But basically the primarily what you're seeing are those yellow balsam root and the purple lupin flowers. And yeah. that's, 
that's that's kind of the main canvas of, of what you have in these meadows amazing and those is that that variety kind of the same throughout the ones that we're listing off here or do they change based on location for the most part but you yeah you will see a little bit more variety um depending on where you go again i don't know i don't know what to attribute that but you know look for those kinds of flowers in different um different spreads to different degrees in different places uh, you might see that the shadier spots um, flowers like those better you might see the big wide open spots and flowers prefer those the hills versus the flatter areas i mean each flower is going to like a different type of environment and while this is largely the same environment there's little varieties in there um, speak to these slight differences in, in the geology and i think you know that's going to change what you're going to see totally so um for Mosier plateau did you say this is like a trail that you're hiking or just kind of like can park mm-hmm. somewhere and easily access? Yeah, it's it's a, a sort of the parking situation, I think, is the only downside. And maybe they've changed this since I've been out there last. But um, there's sort of a small parking area right off of I think it's actually the historic Columbia River Highway as it passes through town. And the trail kind of just starts right there on the side of the highway. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of these places that is going to be really crowded very easily. Um, so you might have trouble parking. You might have trouble finding a spot. Um, hopefully they've expanded parking since then. Um, so look for that as well. Um, and it gives you an opportunity though, to sort of be in a little downtown Mosier and there's, you know, a couple little restaurants, um, a little coffee shop there in town. So there's other things to do as well. Um, but the trail itself is not too difficult. It's pretty short. Um, but it's, uh, it's really, honestly, it's a really nice way to sort of get into it. Um, sort of have a hike without it being, you know, a whole, a whole day's worth. Right. And how long is that trail? Uh, that trail should be about three miles out and back. And again, it depends on like how much into the flowers you go. Um, once you get to the top, there's sort of like this maze of other trails to sort of walk around all these user generated paths. Um, when I did it, it was about three miles. Uh, all, all told. So not too bad. Um, you know, about a mile up, some wandering around and maybe about a mile back down. Yeah. Well, that sounds really nice. And like a good starting place, especially maybe if you're out there wanting to do a whole day of wildflowers and you want to hit up every <laughs> single one they're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, where should we go next after this? So the next place as you're going east down 84. So let's say you, you've done Mosier get back on the freeway and keep going east. Or actually, honestly, you could just stay on the historic Columbia River Highway. Um, and that will take you up to the Memaloose Hills. Um, this is an area that is a bit trickier to access. Uh, a lot of people sort of have sort of historically gone from the uh, Memaloose State Park rest area off I-84 and have sort of hiked into the hills from there. But the U.S. Forest Service really says, uh, don't do that, please. Mm. <laughs> So um, uh, I, I know I mentioned that in a story and they, they emailed me and said, actually, can you not encourage people to do that? <laughs> so they're, they're really not, not excited about that idea. But what you can do is see some nice viewpoints from historic highway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's some really great spots to just, just sort of to pull off and look. There's a bunch of user-made trails that go down into those hills. Um, but it is a, really not a very well-established trail system. And again, one that, um, the Forest Service is trying to discourage people from getting into too much. Yeah. 
Um, so of anywhere, I would say be wary hiking around here. Um, if you want to just pull off, take some pictures, um, great spot to do that for sure. So one that you're not going to have to do a lot of hiking or you, you should not be doing any hiking here, uh, <laughs> but, uh, depends on who you ask. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But maybe just parking roadside and, uh, checking it out. So, uh, we got a little hike. We got one where you're not hiking too much. Um, what is third on our list? Um, if so, if you just keep going just a little bit farther down the historic Columbia River Highway, um, you're going to reach uh, Rowena Crest. Uh, it's a, sort of a, a fairly large gravel turnaround and parking lot um, where you can hike right into the wildflowers there in a couple different directions. Mm. So um, if you really want to be completionist about it, the great way to do it is to um, hike down towards the river and there are some really, really beautiful cliffs overlooking the river where there are flowers just strewn about everywhere. And you can walk around there for, you know, a mile or two and just kind of wander in and out of the flowers. And if you want to just do that, that's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, just, just, I mean, when I went there a few years ago, the bloom was, I think, just at peak. And these hills were just carpeted in yellow and purple flowers. It was absolutely incredible wow. um so doing just that lower portion is great but then if you want to you can turn around and head uphill and hike into the tom mccall preserve oh. and this is a, a bit more of a hike it's going to be it's just a couple miles but it's going to go uphill um into this wildflower preserve where um, you can get some good views overlooking the gorge over on top of this hill and just see of course just more flowers everywhere um, again, this is a place where as you're sort of looking off onto these, these meadows, it's just, if you hit it at the right season, it's just, you know, yellow and purple as far as you can see. Oh my gosh. What year was it that you saw the like big carpets of flowers there? Oh man, you're going to test me. <laughs> uh, I want to say that was like 2018, okay. 2019. Mm -hmm. It was, it was pre pandemic as we, <laughs> as is sort of the, uh, uh, the barometer, which with the, um, measure our lives now, but, uh, it was, it was back then somewhere. And, uh, obviously a ton of people were there. Yeah. Um, this is a spot, like it was even, I think weekday afternoon and there were um, just a ton of people. So this is a place where you're going to see folks. Um, but you know, if you go early enough or if you just get lucky enough, people kind of cycle through that you can probably find a parking spot. Um, I've been out there on a Saturday in June and found a place to park and had a wonderful time with some friends. Um, so, you know, lots of opportunities, I think, um, as, as with all these places, go check it out. If you can't find anywhere to park, don't force it. But if there's, um, you know, truly nowhere to be, then you can just go somewhere else. Yep. All right. So, um, next spot on our list, Lyle Cherry Orchard. Yes. So this is directly across the river from Rowena Crest. To get across the river, you've probably either got to go to the Dalles, cross the bridge there, or go back to Hood River and cross the bridge there. Um, but somehow get across the river, make your way to Lyle. Um, it is a cute little small town. Um, there's a couple of restaurants in Lyle. Um, it also is the access point for the Clickitat Trail, which is a whole separate thing. It goes off into the hills, but I love the wildflowers here at the Lyle Cherry Orchard Trail. So this is an old cherry orchard, um, and you can hike up 
sort of these switchbacks um, into the hills, and it's just views for days. Um, the whole way, you see these gorgeous views, uh, these sort of big, long, sweeping views looking into both directions in the gorge. And I think this is kind of at that point where the gorge goes from like green to like desert. And Lyle is situated like right at that intersection. So one of the things I like to talk about is that this is the area where uh, poison oak turns to poison ivy in like e the sort of west to east. So what you see at Lyle Cherry Orchard is this combination of the two plants. Um, and you can really see it looks like poison oak and like poison ivy. Okay. Um, there's a lot of it there. So you have to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also rattlesnakes in this area. So you got to watch uh. out for those. Um, so a little bit, it's a little bit more of an adventurous hike in that way. But the Friends of the Gorge, who um, uh, the nonprofit organization who manages a lot of this area, um, they have built some new trails at Lyle Cherry Orchard. So um, this is sort of the first wildflower season with some additional places to hike up there, which is really cool. Um, and it's just a, a, a really sweet spot to go any time of year, really. But in wildflower season, you're going to see those those big fields and those big views just really popping. Just so cool that it used to be a cherry orchard. Yeah, and you can see some of these old, old trees. Like once you get up past those views and those hills, it the trail takes you into those trees. And um, there's like some nice shady spots to sit. I've taken yeah. a nap up there at the end of a hike. Wow. Uh, like a hot summer day. It's just really nice. I will say, speaking of rattlesnakes, when I lived in Palm Springs, like the wildflower season and snakes emerging <laughs> went hand in hand. <laughs> and I've seen my fair share of rattlesnakes and I'm literally petrified. I'm so scared of snakes. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> This one might not be for me. If there's going to be snakes. <laughs> it, 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 you know, if that's something you're really concerned about, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not your spot. I've only seen one rattlesnake in my time hiking around Oregon, uh -huh. and this is the place I saw. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, FYI, oh, that's out there. Um, I mean, obviously, with snakes, you, you know, you just give them a wide berth. Yeah, yeah. You know, just. Let them slither away, do their thing, um, back away. So um, totally, just don't mess with them. Yeah, don't the don't thing. get near those snakes. Don't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, sends shivers up my spine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping this next one on our list will not include the likelihood of <laughs> rattlesnakes, but who knows? Well, I can't guarantee that, <laughs> but there you there there are ways to sort of get around it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So the next final list, and so now we're going west down uh, Washington State Route 14. This is kind of like the parallel of Interstate 84 on the Washington side. So if you're driving through the gorge in Washington, this is the highway you're going to be on. So if you go west from Lyle, um, you're not going to go too far before you find Catherine Creek. Um, this is a really, really cool spot um, with a couple different ways to explore. So there's a lower portion and an upper portion. And the lower portion is this paved, um, like universal access trail. Um, it goes right along the river on sort of the lower part of the river. And there's all these grassy areas throughout where you can find a whole bunch of wildflowers. So I mentioned this at the top of the show. If you're someone who's looking for um, a hike that is easier to do in a wheelchair with a baby stroller, even just for folks who don't can't hike up that much of an incline, a really cool spot to Still get some wildflowers in without too much, you know, physical exertion doing that. 
um, love this lower portion for that purpose. So it's only, um, I want to say it's just about a, a mile, maybe 1.2 miles. Um, very easy. There's a little bit of gravel parking lot, some portable toilets, you know, so there's, there's amenities there for you. Um, if you're looking for more of an adventure, there's just like on the other side of the, of that, just across the, the highway over there, um, is the Catherine Creek arch hike, which is a, a more popular hike and leads to this cool rock formation. Um, and it's really beautiful meadow where you're going to see a bunch of wildflowers as well. This is a bit more rocky, some more cliffs, um, you know, some like, you know, old farm stuff. Um, it, it's, it's a, a really cool spot to check out as well. Um, you're talking about wildflowers appearing differently in different environments. When I was at that section, when I was at Catherine Creek in general, the lower section, I saw a lot of the, the smaller white flowers um, coming out. And then when I went to the upper section is all that purple lupin that were prolific in the shadier parts. So um, a really cool opportunity to see some of these differences. And Catherine Creek is just, I think, a really cool spot in general to get out and see wildflowers. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. Was this um, another pretty crowded spot, especially with the easy access? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say, um, but this, I, I would say for all of these, expect there to be crowds. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gone to like Lyle Cherry Orchard and seen nobody there. Um, I've been to Catherine Creek and been one of a few people, but then you cross the river and there might be, you know, 10, 12 people. You go in a busy time and there might be a few dozen um, really swarming with people. So it's, it, it's really, you know, press, press your luck with, with how you're, what you're going to see out there. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, again, I say this in the show all the time. If you have the privilege to go during the week, do it. Certainly do it. Um, you're going to be much, much better off, um, avoiding the weekends in these places. Yeah. So I think we got one more on our list and what can you tell me about Coyote Wall? Coyote Wall is one of the few places in the gorge I feel like I have not actually been to, but um, it is uh, obviously a really, really popular spot um, for for mountain bikers, for hikers, for folks who want to get a bit more adventurous into their wildflower experience. Um, this is the spot for you. So it's going to be a bit more of a hike. Um, you can hike about 7.3 miles, I think is sort of the complete hike to see it all. A bit more moderate to moderately difficult. You're climbing sort of up into the hills more, up onto like these steeper hills in the Washington side. Um, and it's all, uh, a lot of it is very wide open, um, very exposed to the sun. So it's going to be a bit hotter, a um, bit more exposed to the elements. And of course, you're going to see a ton of wildflowers yeah. in the right season. So um, this is a place though, expect to see a lot of crowds. Coyote Wall is definitely one of the more crowded hikes mm -hmm. in this part of the gorge, um, especially because you're seeing mountain bikers on there as well as hikers. Right. So you just have, you know, more, more ways to get out and enjoy it. The more people you're going to see doing that. Do you think you'll eventually get out there, Jamie? My plan is to do it this year. Yeah. Oh my that's, gosh. that's my, that's my plan. I've, I've got to be, you know, I've got to be a completionist here. I've got to get out to all <laughs> these spots, especially if I'm going to talk about them. So, um, can fill you in on more coyote wall later. Yes. So let's talk about kind of the window people are looking at to get out there and see these wildflowers. Um, when, when are we looking at on the calendar? You know, yeah, it, it generally you're kind of looking like late March to like early June, generally speaking. Now that depends wildly on the season. So this year, of course, we've had kind of a colder end of winter. 
um, as folks probably have seen, even in their backyards around town, um, a lot of the flowers are just taking their time coming out. So um, we're recording this at the very end of March and we're seeing very little action as far as wildflowers go. So um, I'm waiting until you know the second part of April to even think about going out there, check it out. So I would kind of say like, you know, if you're looking to really be in that peak season, May is a pretty good bet. Um, I've been in June and I've seen plenty of good flowers. I've seen kind of, that's maybe sort of the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, April, May, June is kind of your, your general good bet. Got it. So you're not, you're not in this, you know, two week time frame where you got to rush out there. <laughs> you have a little bit of time to, you know, kind of plan a trip and make your way out to Jamie Hale's wildflower corridor. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, it, some folks you really want to see like peak bloom yeah you might want to look for like that two-week window but i i mean i don't know i i've i've always been of the opinion that like you you don't have to see things at like peak perfection to (laughs) really enjoy them um there's a ton of flowers out there yeah uh you don't have to see the most flowers uh, to get like good beautiful pictures of them or to to really enjoy them Uh, i love it early in the season i love it late in the season i love it you know it's just nice to see flowers so you know go out there this spring see some flowers and enjoy it I cannot wait. I've just, even just seeing the flowers that are around in the neighborhood that I live in and, you know, you see them start to bloom and then it gets cold and they like shrink back in. (laughs) They're they're like, what do you want me to do here? Like, are we blooming or not? Um, But just like all of us. (laughs) True. It does make me so happy to see that though. And just like that signaling of spring. So I am very excited. I am making a promise to myself to get out to one of these places and hopefully to see some great wildflowers. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to hear all about how much you enjoy them. There's something about coming out of the gray season into like the bright, colorful flower season. That's just like, ah, makes my heart feel so good. (laughs) Seriously. We need some color in our lives. Yes. Yes. Well, Vicki, um, until next time, until we can talk more about wildflowers, uh, folks, you can watch all of our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as hereisoregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you are interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.